Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Inspiration. I'm Sean, I'm she, and I hope you're having an amazing day wherever you are. I wanted to talk today about the problem with the spiritual self-help wellness industries and this obsession with self-improvement 24-7. Now, I'm going to be real. Obviously, I contribute to this uh, to this cause, to this issue, being a self-love, wellness, spiritual, uh, what do you call them, public figure, content creator, coach even, you know, like I am in this world and I understand that I play a role. However, it is about creating a an environment that is safe, that is realistic and takes into account human fucking beings. Boom. Because this is my main issue with the industries nowadays. Um, okay, wait, hang on. Let's let's dial it back. Let's dial it back. Even about 10 years ago, um, so wait, how old was I 10 years ago? 15 years ago, okay. Yes, wow, really had to think about that. I was like, how old am I? And also, the math ain't mathin'. Uh, I, I am all over the place when it comes to numbers. I have to use my fingers. I can't count in my head, but I managed to do that okay. Hooray. Anyways, that's besides the point. So 10 years ago, I was 15, and um, I had access to a lot of spiritual books, self-help books, because my mom is very well-versed and and loved reading, you know, those types of things. And at the time, I was going through, you know, your classic teenage woes and struggles, and my mom would try and give me these books, and I would attempt at reading them. One of them was The Untethered Soul, um, did it sink in? No. Did I try? Yes. Same with the power of now. And, you know, I, I think back then reading these types of books was very rare in terms of it being not mainstream, right? Like it was pretty indie. If you saw somebody reading that, you'd be like, oh, I wonder what's up with them. Or uh, especially my generation, it was it was pretty quirky. Oh, I'm so unique. Wow. <laughs> no, but it just wasn't commercialized in the same way. And I think that's the main word of of the day in regards to this subject is that a lot of spirituality and a lot of self-help has become so commercialized because it's all about making that profit, making that coin. It's about capitalism. And this is why I get so caught up in not pursuing, I don't know, like I want to pursue the content creation path, of course, that is that is one of my loves, I wake up every day, I'm excited to create content, I love sharing my voice, my vision, my, my art with you guys, my lessons, um, but I also feel hesitant because I feel like I'm playing into this world of capitalism and making money off of people's insecurities and and creating this false narrative that you need me or you need a coach or you need a therapist or you need this book or you need this crystal you need this tarot deck or whatever the heck it's like I don't believe that fundamentally I do not I just realized how fast I've been speaking it's because I had um, a lot of caffeine this morning whoa this is a wild episode I have a lot to say which is good because sometimes, as you know, I I go quiet on this podcast because I have nothing to say because I'm not a robot. I don't want to have to schedule myself to sit down and talk if I don't have anything to fucking say that's meaningful or important. So you don't need me. I don't don't need 
anything outside of myself. Obviously, there are things, there are tools, and there are experiences, and there are resources that can help you understand yourself better, that can help you learn about your relationship with spirit and with with the world, but you don't need them. And this pressure that's been put upon us as a result of wanting to make money off of us, you know, through uh, the wellness industries, you know, and health products, you know, you need the supplement or you need this protein powder or, you know, if you don't have this particular gua sha or this particular jade roller that you are missing out, that you are not optimizing yourself. I just don't think that's fair. I don't think that's healthy. I don't think that's ethical. And it takes away entirely from the true meaning of spirituality, which you know, spirituality as a term term is already open to interpretation. It's about your own relationship with spirit, with God, and the energy around you. But when it becomes about acquiring things in order to prove to yourself and to the world, subconsciously, unconsciously, I don't know, that's, a, that's down to you. But if it's about acquiring things to show your level of spirituality, I don't know if that's actually spiritual. I don't know if that actually helps you or perhaps even hinders you because you're then tied down to all these material things that you've then, I don't know, that, that, that don't necessarily better you because you just think that they do because without them, you feel lost. When the strength of a human being, that true spiritual connection comes when actually you have a lot less than you think you need. My most awakened moments, my most conscious moments, my deepest, most powerful, potent experiences have come when I've got very little in my hands and I'm sat in my emotion, I'm sat in my body and and God is speaking to me and through me. It's not about the crystals, it's not about the books, it's not about the courses, it's not even about yoga, it's not even about any of these things. These things are just beautiful external things that we can do on top of our practice. But the true practice, the real practice, is what you have within yourself. And that is separate and that is unique. That is not something that you can sell, it's not something that you can replicate. It's not something that you can package up into a one, two, three step by step guide. And I see so much of this on social media, uh, in bookstores, you know, in retreats. It's, it's, it's coaches and mentors and guides trying to, to condense their practice into something that can be bought for the masses. And this is, again, where they feel, I don't know, I think there's like a, a red flag, a faint red flag, a salmon-colored red flag, um, where... If something is for the masses, then it becomes popular and it becomes easily digestible. And that in itself goes against a lot of what, again, real spirituality asks for. Because spirituality isn't comfortable. It isn't easy to digest. It's not necessarily agreeable. The truth isn't agreeable. The truth about yourself isn't agreeable. And if everything is agreeable and easy and fun and nice and pretty and packaged with a bow, then is that actually going to be benefiting you? Is that actually going to be bettering somebody's understanding of themselves and of the world? I'm not sure it does. I think it perhaps only enables 
well, it enables some parts of them and, and deludes them into others. You feel me? Are you catching on to this? Are you vibing with this? This is just flowing out today. I've been through all the phases and there's still so many phases to come. I know that as I unlock deeper layers within myself. But there was a phase where I relied so heavily on my crystals for comfort and reassurance. My mom would give me little crystals, um, rose quartz angels, rose quartz hearts to carry with me when I was going through difficult times at school and middle school and high school. And when I traveled alone to boarding school for the first time and was away from her, I would have these crystals. And it did bring me a lot of comfort and I, I needed them at the time. But I learned to eventually see these things as, as exactly what they are, comfort tools, not the be-all, end-all, not I am... When I am without them, I am nothing. When I am without them, I cannot function. And same with the self-help books. I went through a phase where all I did was read these books and I didn't see any value in anything else. If it wasn't directly related to self-development or growing my, growing my mindset or bettering myself as a person, I would see it as a waste of time. So simple pleasures like reading a book about, you know, um, like fictional books, I wouldn't want to read it. I wouldn't allow myself to. I denied myself these little pleasures because I thought in order for me to achieve this like next level consciousness that I need to make everything in my life a spiritual practice that, hang on, back up, quote unquote spiritual practice that I thought was spiritual, that I thought fit the look and the appearances and the the things that I was seeing other gurus and other mentors and other people that I knew that were in touch with themselves and spiritually open with themselves. But over time, I realized that my spirituality, my deepest connection with God does not come from performance. It does not come from acquiring things. It actually comes from a removal of things, returning to the core of who I am without all these extras, without all these extras. I also went through a phase where I did a lot of tarot readings. I, I, you know, I, I would pull oracle cards all the time. And again, they were comforting. But it kind of, and with anything in, in this nature, I find that these things can often create a s s false sense of control in us. That at the end of the day, us humans, we don't have a lot of control. And it can get obsessive and... The obsessiveness is what's problematic. Because I'm not saying don't use any of these tools. I'm not saying don't speak to a tarot reader. I'm not saying don't do yoga, whatever it is. Sound healing, you know, ayahuasca, cacao. Like do all the things. They're beautiful practices when you come at it with a pure intention. But when you feel like they are necessary and that without them you cannot achieve another level of consciousness that's when it's problematic. That's when you got to step back and say, hello, at the end of the day, the body and soul that I was born into is, is here for a reason. I have everything I need within me. Why would God give me this body, this mind, this heart, this consciousness, this breath for me to need something outside of myself? I have everything within me already. I am a full package deal. Do you hear that? That's been something that I've had to really come to terms with and understand that I am already abundant as a life force 
on my own. I'm already equipped with the tools in myself. I can open my third eye. I can activate that consciousness. I can activate the channels and the conversations and the breath that's necessary for me to reach a new level within myself. I don't need anything. I don't need it. So in this industry of self-help and self-development and spirituality, practice discernment. Practice acknowledging that you want something because you know it's going to bring you comfort. You know it's going to help trigger development within you. But you don't need it. It's a nice to have. It's a buffer. You know those what do you call them? Those buffers? I'm going bowling tonight, which is why I'm going to use this example. But you know those buffers that pop up in a bowling alley? It's like that. You know, they, they can hold you up. And there's no shame in, in having that. There's no shame in wanting those things there to help you out. But don't forget the power that you hold already as a human being, as a child of God, as a child of this world, of this lifetime. You've got it all within yourself already. So although everyone wants to sell you things, although everybody wants to make you feel like you are not enough without their services or you're not enough without this supplement or without this book or whatever it is, this journal, again, practice discernment. You are allowed to want and desire and have these things, but don't get caught up in thinking that you are not enough without them because you are. Okay. That's all I got to say today. I love you. I love you so much. And I hope you have an amazing day. See ya.